living on beans and rice, scratching by three kids, but knowing that I needed coaching, knowing that I was in a position, I'm doing all that I can, and I just need something, right? Some form of accountability and some guidance from here. I was on the phone, I booked, it was a thousand a month. My wife flipped out, but I gave her the credit card over the phone. I hadn't even had a coaching session yet, but my mind shifted into, I got this. Hello, and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Sholseth. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to the Agent Podcast. I'm here with Ryan Tompont out of Ohio. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. So why real estate? Um, real estate was a way that I could help people and still be my own boss. So right out of high school, I started building houses and I would go in and I would build houses. I did it here. I did it in Idaho Falls, Idaho. I did it in Jackson Hole, Wyoming with the Tetons right in the background. I was a rough framer. That led me out to Wyoming and then I came back home and I started landscaping and doing landscape construction for a company. And I decided to start my own company at 20 years old. And um, I, I had that for 20 years. We had different crews that would go out and do maintenance, and we had different crews that would go out and do new construction. And, and I built a company and built um, a lifestyle, but I, I, I paid the price uh, because I did it with brute force and sheer determination to not fail. I will succeed. And I did. I, I, I had that and I supported other people, but my body broke. So a couple of years ago, I, I started to realize that my body's breaking and I can't find good, reliable help. This is probably 2016. I'm, I'm realizing it's getting tougher and tougher to find good help. So I started to buy houses and fix them up and flip them. And I was like, you know, I always liked real estate. So then I just got my real estate license thinking I could, it could be advantageous to have your license and do a fix and flip type business. But then I got educated on what real estate in the industry is all about. And I got hooked because I, I had so much knowledge of running a company and dealing with great customer service. That was always my, I, I wanted that to be my reputation. And, and I built a brand around that is if you call this guy, he's going to call you back or he's going to answer the phone. He's dependable. He's reliable. You can count on this guy to get the job done. Okay. So I just transitioned that into real estate and then I just, took off doing real estate and helping people um, achieve their goals, whether it be buying, selling, or investing. So in a nutshell, that's why I'm sitting here. And it was a, a difficult transition. It was a two-year process. I had to get triple hernia surgery 
uh, July 27th of, I mean, just like a month and a half ago, I had back surgery where they put rods and pins in and they fused my spinal cord together and they shaved the herniated disc. Um, I had so much pain because my L3 nerve was pinched between my vertebrae. So I got that fixed. So I'm super good. I'm going through physical therapy and uh, not living in chronic pain every day. You know, I've been living in chronic pain for a decade and it's gone. It's such a freeing feeling that's been lifted. Um, I'm just so excited to be able to get to 100%. But that's it, man. I appreciate you asking. Like, that's why real estate is in my life. So what brokerage are you operating out of right now? Right now, I'm uh, out of Platinum Real Estate. Uh, we have offices in Ohio and Florida. But I just came from six years at Keller Williams. What prompted you to change? Um, a better company with better vision and more up-to-date features. Uh, this Keller Williams brokerage I was with has been around for 50 years. And there's nothing wrong with anything they're doing. They're obviously successful, but the, the business model, the business and corporate leadership wasn't there uh, for me to continue growing, right? I'm working into a leadership coaching position because that's where I could flourish. If I can help people and be in that environment and operate a, a business that attracts people that want to come work here, like that's the model that I'm looking for. And I wasn't able to do that at that brokerage, but Platinum has given me an opportunity to take a leadership, open a new office and build a badass real estate team, uh, not even a team, just a, an office and in green where I live and um, just such a super phenomenal opportunity. And the commission structure is significantly different. So now that you have your health back, right? Thank God. And you're, you're on the men there and you have this uh, new, new start at a different brokerage. What are, what are some of the things that you have in store for yourself as, as you're rebuilding, so to speak? What does that look like for you? Okay, so it looks like I need to continue working on my skills because now I'm going to be into more of a recruiting role, okay? So that changes things. I really need to work on myself, like you can't control what anybody does or thinks. You can only control what you do and think, right? And, and I work on that as helping people that want to start a career in real estate and being able to guide them and show them step-by-step step from entry level to selling $10 million worth of real estate. Like I can help somebody do that. And it's such a an amazing feeling I have that I just want to, I just want to help people. And it gives me a vehicle to do that in multiple different ways. And it is important that we are working on ourselves because we're all works in progress. And it's being able to understand that we're evolving and that we can create whatever version of ourselves we want. We just have to be willing to take that hard look and make a decision to actually do it. 
a lot of times people are so afraid of what might happen, but once you get them past that, like, what if it doesn't happen though, right? But that fear obviously is fake and, and helping people realize it and getting over that hurdle is, is such a reward for me. You know, I, I, I want to make a career out of that. Yeah. One of the things I noticed on your social feed was Cardone University. Can you tell yes. me a little bit about that and why you jumped into that and what you've, what you've learned and how you've grown? Wow. This is, this is so amazing. Um, October, I just had the card here. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of David Covey's system for organizing. I just can't think of the name of it, but it's on these three by five cards. So I write stuff, but October 6th, 2016, I started to read the book Sell or Be Sold by <laughs> Grant Cardone. Yep. And I've listened to that book and read it and applied it over 125 times. And it is literally transitioned my whole it's changed the way I live. It's changed the way I'm a father. It changes the way I'm a, a husband and and it's just it's an amazing book if you haven't read it i highly recommend it i have read it but I love that book so on october 6 2016 i wrote down on one of these cards have lunch with grant cardone and i just wrote it down because i was working on a lot of different stuff and Grant said, write this stuff down. If you write it down by actually writing it, and if you repeat it and say it, you're projecting that out into the universe. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. I just put it out there and I kept writing it down. In two days, I'm leaving tomorrow morning for Miami. And that's where Grant Cardone is, right? So I'm leaving tomorrow for Miami which is Thursday, I'm going to get there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm having, I'm part of a, a, a executive VIP group of people that is having a three day conference and lunch with Grant Cardone. So on that Friday, when I having lunch with Grant Cardone, I'm gonna pull that card out, I'm gonna put it down in front of him, I'm gonna say, what's up, man, I, I did it. I'm here. It happened. I'd like you to sign this for me, please. That's amazing. Yes. That awesome. But well, congratulations. And then, like that's thank you. My gosh. Right. It's, it's been huge. five years in the making. Five years of grinding, and I have three kids and my wife, and they're supportive. And so I'm uh, you know, I'm flying out Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm getting back at one o'clock in the morning because Monday is my uh, son's 15th birthday. So um, super exciting uh, stretch of events happening and just gonna be able to network with those people and be able to sit in front of this guy and pick his brain and talking about becoming a licensed Grant Cardone coach. Um, there's an opportunity for me to step into that role. So we're going to be talking about that, but wow, like super exciting weekend to be able to mastermind with that guy. And if you don't know about him, I mean, he really helps people achieve success, but you can't just read the books. You got to apply, you got to track Implement. your numbers. You yep. have to yeah, commit and then figure it out. Like that's what people commit and figure it out. So a lot of people can't commit. Yeah, no, there's a lot of truth in that. 
I noticed you seem pretty adept at digital marketing too within your real estate business. Has that come from Grant Cardone or is that something that you've kind of figured out in parallel just by the nature of the business evolving? Okay, so yeah, that, that that's a great observation. I appreciate that. So it's, it's kind of working then. So um, Grant Cardone taught me that if you don't control or have your database or your Rolodex organized and working that sphere of influence that you have, you're wasting so much value, right? Because these people are warm leads, right? So I started to organize my database and I see I have 800, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 7,000 people in my database that I'm not marketing it to them at all. So I started organizing all these contacts into different hashtags and then I had them there and I was like, now what do I do? Okay, so then I learned about I had heard about affiliate marketing. And if, I don't know if you know what that is. I do. Um, but I started looking at doing that, right? So I learned about funnels and it's just a way, if, if you're not into digital marketing and I'm just scratching the surface and the potential it has, if you're not using it, you're being used by it. 100%. So I, I'm trying to, work on that because look like all the buyers okay so there are a whole generation of kids on instagram that are maybe between 12 and 18 right now right but here's my thinking they're going to be home buyers in the next four or five years and they're going to still be on instagram i'm not on instagram that's a problem so i was like i need to become more on Instagram. So I'm, I'm learning how to do that with my daughter's help. <laughs> they're 14 and nine, they're teaching me <laughs> how to use Instagram, but I need to learn that and be in that space. Because if I don't do it, somebody else's like, that's one thing that think about how big that is. Like, if you haven't thought about it that way, yep. if the, the buyers and sellers are going to be on Instagram, right? So can we go back to your database for a minute? Yes. So you literally have thousands of contacts. How are you managing them? Are you using a CRM, a spreadsheet? What are you doing? Okay. Um, I have 11,000 right now that I've accumulated that I have broken off into different sectors. And um, one of the reasons I switched from Keller Williams to Platinum is Platinum offers KV Core, yep. which is a CRM. And it's super easy to use, and I'm able to work the leads uh, sufficiently in there, right? And I just I've been working on completing. I had so many people that I was missing a home address or I was missing their email, and it was years and years and years and years of going by of not having that information. Where I committed to completing the database, and it did two things. It allowed me to step out of my comfort zone and call that kit guy from high school that I haven't talked to in 18 years, see how he's doing, let him know I'm still alive. And hey, while I got you on the phone, what's your best email address, right? So I could put you on my monthly newsletter, right? Okay, so now I've completed that. I've got a, a touch and I could put that person into a drip 
uh, of some sort to keep them reminded that I'm here when they are their family needs real estate services. If you're not doing that, they're going to forget about that conversation. But if I can get them four cards in the mail a year, two phone calls and get them plugged into KV core, it does all that for me. I didn't really find that with the Kelly feature of Keller Williams. Like I, Gary Keller is going amazing and he's doing massive strides. But in my opinion, they're just lacking on the technology side. And not having that tool there, it really made a difference for me. But I also use a Mojo dialer. Have you ever heard of Mojo? Yep, yep. Okay, so that's another phenomenal CRM that I use as a triple line dialer and an organizing tool. And those two can communicate in... I can communicate with Google, Mojo, and KV Core. That's how I manage all these leads. Love that. What? Yeah. Uh, speaking of leads, how are you generating leads? Is it all through your sphere? Are you running ads? Are you doing different marketing campaigns? What does that look like for you with the move over to Platinum? And what's your strategy with that? Okay, so I get a lot of business from expireds, FISBOs, withdrawns, and just telephone prospecting. Like I, I'm, I was afraid to do it, but I pushed myself and made small changes and small changes over a period of time equals success. And then that gets you to a point, but then when you could teach that to somebody, oh my God, it's like, holy moly, like then you really get it. So to be able to call a complete stranger and say, hi, my name is Ryan. I'm a local real estate agent. I was calling because we just sold a home in the area and we had five offers. We got 10,000 over asking price. And I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house and do that. And somebody says, no, click. Okay, next. Okay. And they say, yeah, but we can't. Yeah. We want to move, but Susie's got to graduate high school first, and then we're going to move to Tempe. Okay, great. So that's building future business, right? So I try to do two hours of that every day. And just that's a whole 25,000 person database that I'm starting at one and I'm going through the database and calling and 10 or 12 calls a day like that. You're going to pick out people that are moving in eight months or some say, yeah, like we were just talking about this and I make those phone calls. I connect people like for my sellers, for example, I call all the people selling a house to see if they might be a buyer for my seller. That, that's one of the values I bring as a real estate agent that I can say, I'm calling daily trying to find people that might buy your house. In the meantime, I'm also trying to get a listing, but that's, that's a way I get leads. And I've gone to a straight listing agent. I mean, I work with buyers if it's close family and a close referral, but I don't buy leads because my coach always told me, get the listings and the buyers will come. That's Bob Leffler from Fearless Agent. 
Um, he told me that, and it is the truth. I just got a call. I have a listing that's going to close in five days. I just got a call on it and I just got a, a, a buyer lead. Here's his information and I'm going to start working with him to so uh, get the listings and the buyers will come rather than buying these leads. I was on a team. I've worked Zillow leads and I tracked my numbers and it, it broke down to this one out of 20 was a paycheck. So for me, I'm not going to sift through all of that. I'm going to go into a position that just be a listing agent. So I haven't worked with buyers for five months and it's done amazing things because as a buyer's agent, I broke it down and I was making 60 to $90 an hour as a buyer's agent. And I had no time. I was missing my kids' baseball practice, missing the dance pickup and the volunteer at the school. I said, no more of that. So as a listing agent, I make up to $2,000 an hour. So, but I didn't have the skills to be able to call somebody and get a, an appointment on the phone, go to their house, a complete stranger, sit at their table, explain to them my value proposition and what I'm going to do step-by-step step to get you the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time with the least amount of hassle and then have them sign the paper. I was like, wow, it took me a long three years to be able to do that. But once I did it and continue to do it, it became easier and easier. So and then networking with other people. And I do pay for, like, if I have a listing, I'll boost it on Facebook and that can generate leads, but I'm not spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars like some of these places to get these leads in. I'm approaching it completely different and just focus on dollars per hour. You're better off being a listing agent because especially in, in this market, like buying a buyer's agent, right? Buyer's agents aren't like super happy right now because there's 10 offers for the house and, you know, buyers are having to wave inspections to get yeah. to win. And it's just, it's a great time to be a listing agent. I want to pause there for a minute and go back to something you said. You had said that you are calling from this database of 25,000 people. Is that separate from your 11,000 people sphere? Is this where, what is that database referencing? Okay, so in Mojo, you have the option to buy a neighborhood search. So okay. like around my house, I went and drew a plot and pulled out 25,000 people and just put them into a category in Mojo that I call through. like. And then once from there, I leave them there. And then I'll, I'll the ones that come into the funnel as a, a buyer, seller, investor, they get switched into the Google and the KV core. That's how I use those two. But the other 11,000 are like people that know my name. Sure, sure. The 25,000 your... have no idea who I am. Okay. Yet. Got yes. it. Yeah. I just wanted to differentiate that so our listeners can understand that, you know, this 11,000 is a sphere and your database that you've built and that you're cultivating by staying in communication 
via touch points on a regular basis versus using Mojo and the ability to choose a farm area, so to speak, and build that list based off that community. That's what you're actually cold calling for listing appointments. Correct. Yes. Okay. I have a, a book that I wrote, my secret wealth of information for any seller. And it's just, it's a quick general bullet point book that I'll, if I see if I've seen people walking out with a for sale by owner sign, I'm like blinker and then, you know, pull in and give them a book, give them value, help them. And like, I just made a connection, right? So having little tools like that, I'm always aware of, of what's going on and just looking for opportunities to be able to assist somebody in the transaction or help them out or, you know, I'm, I'm always open to that, you know. What inspired you to write that book? There's got to be a backstory there. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So I like to write and I just started writing on these cards and just compiling data. Okay. And, and stuff that I wanted to get into a book that I could give as a tool for them, you know, do this, don't do that. Make sure you look at this before you sell your house and this, and you know, all these different steps of the process and be able to hand that out as a tool for them, whether they use me or not, you know, um, it, it, it's an introduction piece, you know? So I just compiled all this data. I found a company that I could just send them all of this stuff, little scratches of paper, messages, quotes, things I thought of. And they, I worked with them for several months and with their help and, and their writers and, and theirs, uh, we, we, we compiled this book here. Do you mind if um, I ask, well, what, what did it cost you to do that for somebody else that wants to do something like that? Was it really expensive or was it affordable? No, I mean, I definitely think it's affordable. I would say all in probably like less than $2,000. Okay. And then it's my cost is four ninety five a book? Do you have to buy inventory, or can you order on demand? How does that work? You can order on demand. Uh, like I have a website from this company, Authorify is their name. Okay. They have it set up to where I, I have like a landing page. So if okay. somebody clicks, it goes to a landing page, and they can get a free copy of my ebook. So there's that way. And then I just keep them. I just buy boxes of 25 and just have them as almost business cards, uh, introduction, stuff like that. It just instant credibility, right? That's a hundred percent right. That's where I was going to go next. So like for you, from a branding perspective, even if you're talking, if you're cold calling these people at a mojo and you say, Hey, you know, I don't know what the situation is, regardless of if you go with me or not, I'd like to drop a book I wrote about selling your home by may I do that, right? Like that is a, a trusted touch point. And all of a sudden you are validated. You are the authority and you happen to be part of the community, which is cool. So, you know, like that, that is a huge step forward. And I think that puts you in the power position immediately. Oh, I mean, like, this is what happens. If I make a connect on mojo 
they get an envelope with my book in it and a letter that says, and this is from Tommy Hopkins. Have you ever heard of Tom Hopkins? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. So it is, thank you for taking the time with talking to me on the phone in today's business world. Time is precious. You can always rest assured. I'll be respectful of your time as we uh, build a mutually beneficial business opportunity. And it's got my book, that letter, hand signed, a card, and it goes in the mail and it's on their door next week. And everybody likes to come home and see a package. They open the package and bam. And then a month later, they're getting something else, just something else of value, right? Handwriting a thank you note. I have them right here, already done up, already written the stamps on it, like, man, snail mail, like do it. Yeah. Right. Like that personal touch has gotten me millions of dollars worth of business. Just taking that. If you have the system in place already and like, that's what Cardone and coaching has taught me. It's so amazing to think how much I've spent, but just the commitment of a coach. I hadn't even had a coaching session yet, but just the commitment changed my mindset. I want to dive into that. I would love for you to tell me about that experience. Okay. So not having, you know, living on beans and rice, as Dave Ramsey says, um, you know, scratching by three kids, but knowing that I needed coaching, knowing that I was in a position, I'm doing all that I can, and I just need something, right? Some form of accountability and some guidance from here. I was on the phone. I booked, it was a thousand a month. My wife flipped out, but I gave her the credit card over the phone. I, haven't even, I hadn't even had a coaching session yet, but my mind shifted into... I got this, like th this is the block that was removed from me moving forward was removed when I committed to coaching. Commit and figure it out later. Just the commitment was enough shift for me to start moving forward, whether I hadn't even had the coaching call yet. So if you're out there, like, and, and you're, you don't have some kind of coaching, like, and you want to, and you call yourself a professional or pro, like any football player, basketball player, baseball player has a trainer, a coach, five coaches. Yeah. Because they, they, stretcher, they, the list goes on. They desire to be elite, right? That's how I desire to be elite, like stand above everybody else, you have to have a coach, right? Like you got to commit and get a coach. And that's one of the services that I'm going to be offering because I've been there. I've been the guy afraid he's punched the number in the cell phone and he's ready to hit, but he's like, Oh, the door needs fixed or I'll do it later. Or no, you got to hit the button. Like being able to help somebody do that and get over that and hold them accountable. That's a huge reward for all parties involved. I love that. 
Like, yeah, this is gold right here is gold. Being willing and committing to invest in yourself to be better. 100%. It's, I work on myself. I try to work on myself and be disciplined in my own life. It only helps project that to your family and your business. Like tenfold though, like, Because once you know the knowledge, like you get paid for what you know, not what you do. And I wrote that down. I'm looking at on a card right here. Okay. So, wow, this is falling apart now. Get paid for what you know, not what you do. December of 2020. I love it. I made that realization. I write it down here to remind me. Like you can make a lot more money if you know how to do things rather than doing things. Yep. But that takes reading, education. I've read my scripts a thousand times. I laminated them and put them in the shower and read them over and over and over again. And the stuff from Cardone, you listen to it 125 times. When you're in this situation or the objection's been brought to you, you just, it just rips off. It's like part of you. But if you want to be that good, you got to do it a thousand times. You have to do the work. Uh, like I was in the office doing it and a new guy came in and he goes, man, how do you do that? I go, you really want to know? And he's like, yeah. I, I pull out my script book and I hand him that. I say, read this 500 times, write it down 500 times. And while you're writing it down, say it 500 times and then it'll be embedded. He goes, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, then you're not going to be, it's not easy, bro. I make it, but I've done this so many times and drill, practice, rehearse, drill, practice, rehearse. It's the only way you're going to get better. So drill, practice, rehearse, apply then track your results. Cause if you're not tracking your results, like any baseball player, you, you, if you don't know where your numbers are and if you're, you, you can't adjust. So I started tracking what happened on these transactions, found out what went wrong, fixed that. I was saying it this way and I should have been saying it that and working on tones, working on, vocabulary, like working on those kind of things, tens of thousands of hours of that. uh, I immersed myself in that data. I'm just, I'm always in that data. Just, but being able to have that and learning about the four different personality types and reading those books for eight months and studying research of, I, I don't know, I just get obsessed with a topic like that. Like, you know, like learning about my personality type and how I have to change to adapt, right? I can't change anybody. I got to change me. So how do I change me? And I would educate myself and learn how to do that. Just building like that over and over again. Brick by brick. It's changed my life. Brick by brick. That's it. Like nobody's coming to help me do it. No, I know I'm, I'm going. I'm committing. I'm going to figure it out. Like God is good. I can't complain. I give gratitude. I give all that I can. 
and just living in the trying to live in the present is what I'm always trying to work on right and just that's a whole game that's a whole thing in its own you know yeah because we're not built that way right like the way that the majority of us were raised regardless of your circumstances or your childhood or whatever we are programmed from childhood based on our environment so it's not until later in life we realize we have to unlearn and relearn in order to affect change and build that next version of ourselves, whether it's 2.0, 3.0 or 4.0, like that is part of the game of how we evolve and how we grow, but we just have to start over, right? It's not even about intentionally unlearning all of this stuff. Like we're not trying to fix anything that's broken. We're just starting over. And what does that look like? And then you create that roadmap and you start brick by brick going to that place that you're trying to get to. Yep, absolutely. I mean, like writing down your goals at night and in the morning, that that would be like, if somebody's like, where do I start? Just start, write down three things at night. And it, it could be, I make $10,000 a day. If that's what you want, write it down and write it down every single day and see if you can commit to that. That's tough too. Think about how easy it is. I got a thing next to my bed, the 10X planner from Grant Cardone. It, it does all this stuff for you and you write your goals down and your affirmations and you do that twice a day. That right there is so tough. There's always excuses coming at you, but just commit to it and it'll get easier. And that's, if your goal is to get to Florida and, and, and you don't have a map, you'll eventually get there maybe. But if you have a map, you're going to get to your end goal significantly easier. So find your goals and work backwards. Like, you know, like, how am I going to do that? Okay. So just take a look piece by piece, you know, but if people aren't like the whole, I'm working with Bob Proctor. Oh, I love you know Bob that Proctor, is? man. Oh yeah. I'm a huge and, fan. And like the paradigm shift. Okay. Yep. So conscious, that you, conscious. Yes. Yep. Like you said, we are programmed to do things and we can get into a loop into a trap so if nothing changes nothing changes so getting realizing that in my own life i i if i don't do something like nothing is going to change like there's no white knight coming i'm not going to win the lottery i don't even play the lottery like i gotta buckle down and like get this going right so that hit me in the face so then but it's just making changes, what, small changes over a period of time equals success. It really does. I'm proof. When did this change for you? Like, I know you've gone through a lot with your health and overcoming that and moving forward and kind of changing your business model and diving full-time into real estate. And we touched on this a little bit, but I, I really want to hear it from you. Like, what was the defining point where you're like, okay, fuck this. I need to start over and this is what it looks like. What yeah. was there a point like that for you that this happened where you're like, I need to do this work on myself to infect change like now? Y yes. So that this is, um, okay. So in 2015, I was flying out to my brother's wedding 
and I sat next to a guy in an airplane and he introduced network marketing to me. Okay. It was in the health and well, it was in a health industry. It was Zija. It's a Moringa product. It changed my life, right? The opportunity that I could make money, not by physically doing landscape construction and snow plowing and all that, like there, that's all I knew was how to use elbow grease to make money. And that opened up my eyes to, oh my God, like I never even knew like you could do this stuff. Okay. And I worked that business for a little bit, but that is what started the course I've been on for the last six or seven years of personal development. Okay. Jim Rohn is a huge guy. Yep. Zig Ziglar, Grant Cardone. Um, just for like what, what, when I was in the end of my landscaping, I had uh, just a few accounts left. And one of them was a 24 acre private school. I did the whole campus. Um, landscaping, snow plowing, baseball fields, soccer fields, but I would be on a lawnmower for eight, 10 hours a day, not listening to music, listening to audiobooks and podcasts, trying to better myself and got obsessed with it. And it's just part of my life. Yeah. Jim Rohn has a saying that I love. I think it goes something like, if you work on your job, you'll make a living. If you work on yourself, you'll make a fortune. It is. And, it's so true. And I, and I never understood it. I always questioned it, but I did it anyways. Right. It, no matter what my mindset, I just kept doing it. I just kept at it, kept committed. And six or seven years now later, I'm starting to see some results. Right. And I'm going to meet Cardone. But back to your original question, that was what made the difference was that and at that same time in my life, I was a pretty bad alcoholic. Um, I had three young kids and, and a wife, and it was all getting destroyed by alcohol. Um, so I surrendered to it. I, I gave it to the Lord, and I am now a recovering alcoholic of seven years and am part of the organization Alcoholics Anonymous. And I do lead meetings and I go to meetings and I help people because I've been there. I've done that. I've been, I am successful because it's a daily thing, but that happened right at the time. So I was introduced to the network marketing and I was working that business and then I had, I drank and then went to an appointment and like, I was like, this is not what I want. Right. So I chose the opportunity and the hope that network marketing and that product gave me. And I focused the, I, I gave the alcoholism up. And then I focus my energy on that. So I think God or the universe or the energy helped me recognize I had a problem, surrender to that problem. And once I was able to surrender to it, I was able to control it and I couldn't handle it. So I gave it to the Lord and then work on that. I think that was all a gift 
that was given to me because that started this journey and I've been sober and I've helped so many people, like unbelievable amounts of people, you know, through rehab and staying sober as well as real estate. Like it's such a joy to be able to, people call me and they say, I am alive because of you. Like get that phone call, man. That, that'll get you up in the morning. I'm telling you, like, it, it didn't cost me anything. It didn't cost them any, anything, but the reward you can get from that, like, it's sweet. I love it. And dude, being open and, and, and courageous enough to share this is, I like, that's how I give back. It, in, in my sobriety, how I give back is sharing my story in hopes that it can find somebody that might need to contact me or have questions or you know what I mean like that kind of work I call that recovery work that's what we call it like if you could apply that in all facets of your life it's a great life no matter what's happening so dude just a couple things number one thank you for sharing that like like you said courageous and brave and incredible to share that Number two, congratulations on your sobriety. Thank that you. is a huge milestone and accomplishment. And uh, lastly, like I am just blown away with the amount of work that you took on to do what you had to do to make that next version of you. Like I commend you, man, hands down. It is not easy to it isn't. infect and do change and commit to it. Um, one question that I would love to, to talk about is how has this worked with your family and your kids? You know, like I have five kids ages four to 15, and I'm a big proponent of personal development and that when you work on yourself, your professional development will be supported and grow organically because of that work that you're doing intrinsically. So how do you share this stuff with your family in efforts to educate them that they, they don't have to settle, right? They don't have to be quote unquote average. Like life is what you choose to make it, but you have to be willing to do the work and maybe be brave and think differently and change your paradigm in efforts to make different conscious choices. Yeah, so that's that's a great topic. And Grant Cardone taught me in his teachings that, like, I wasn't raised with the knowledge I have. I had to go out and get, and I will continue to get and fill me up with as much information as I can. Like, I'm changing my family tree, literally, because I'm changing the way I'm able to teach my kids so my son's 15 I've been working on him since he was about 13 my daughter's 12 I'm just starting with her and then the nine-year-old is another girl I make subtle hints okay so for example she says I can't do that uh dance pose so, wait don't don't say that start saying I'm working on getting better or I'm, I will get that. So stop saying I can't. That's one thing in my house. 
start changing the way you say that, right? And, um, or I was raised with money doesn't grow on trees, like that kind of everybody's penny. Like if you say, I don't have enough money, you will believe that you don't have a mo enough money and you for sure fact won't have enough money because we are what we say, what we think, our emotions, our vibrations. I think that all comes back to you. So I'm teaching my son about money now, okay? Because I wasn't taught the value of money, right? Like, and it's like, the way I think about money, the way I used to think about money to the way I think about money now to the way I'm going to think about money is going to change over time. It has to change because money changes. But I'm just working on with my son on stuff like that and working on saying I'm successful. I love myself in the mirror and like just start these little things and affirmations i i work with them and i'll be able to i i said if i knew this information at your age like wow like you know it's really powerful to be able to share that because i tell my kids growth happens out of your comfort zone so you're uncomfortable doing that my son is very shy he had a workout session for baseball team he was really nervous like crying like um, but I just said, what's going to happen? You're not going to get hurt. Nothing's physical. And I worked him through. It's just your mind telling you all of this stuff, bad stuff's going to happen. But that's just your mind's way of protecting you from being safe. But I assure you, as your father, it will be safe and you will be better. So I worked him through that. He went. We talked afterwards. And talked about how he realized it was just false evidence appearing real. His name's Brady. Brady. So you thought that was going to happen and you thought all the kids and you thought that guy was going to drop something on you. Did any of that happen? No. Do you feel good that you went? Yeah, I feel great. Are you going to go again? Yes, I'm going to go again. I'm proud of you that you went. Are you proud of yourself? Yes, I am. I love you and a hug and work on your children like that. And gosh, it's just so exciting to think that I'm gonna be able to get them so far ahead. I'm 44, I'll be 45 in December. I started this at the late 30s, so I'll never get it, but I, you know what I'm saying? Like just to be able to well, grow like this. It's never done, right? Like it's, there's always it's more. It's daily work and the more time you put in the more you're going to get out and if you don't know where to start it doesn't matter just start like do something yeah, start listen to something read i mean the book sat on my nightstand for two years i never even picked it up one day i decided to read it and it changed my life you know and and it wasn't it might have been two or three things from that book that i pulled that have stayed with me i'm not reading these books are listening to these books to, to change my life from one book. It might be nothing from that book or one point that I learned three years ago that I never really understood. But now, since I've gone back, oh my God, now it makes sense. Like, wow, you know, well, and have that. that little mini breakthrough and write it down, write the breakthrough down. If you're not like 
journaling this somehow to go back and look at your notes, you're not tracking. Right. That, so that saying that says uh, something like, you know, when you read a book a second time, you don't see something that wasn't there before. You see something within yourself that, you know, wasn't there before or like that you're just now discovering. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but, you know, the whole point is you can take one book, read it five different times and get five completely different things out of it based upon where you're at in your journey. Absolutely. And like some of the Jim Rohn stuff that I listened to five years ago that is still with me, but I haven't listened to it. You go back and listen to it and it's completely different because you're completely different. But you could take that same data and it applies to wherever you're at in your life. It's, it's phenomenal. Like I've listened to sell or be sold 125 times, honestly, over a five year period. And still I'll listen to stuff. I'm like, dude, I never got that. But now, wow, that's going to be a game changer. You know, what does your wife think of all this? She thinks I'm crazy. (laughs) Um, but she, she's along for the ride. She knows that I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Um, is she supportive with and on board with teaching the kids, all this stuff? Yes, absolutely. She, she, she's a tough nut to crack. She's really, as was I blinded by like a lot of this. Um, just because I didn't know it, ex- I never knew to think about what I was, my thoughts until somebody said, you know, you can control your thoughts. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. I'm telling you, like, you can really do it. You, it's simple, but it's not easy, but it can be done. And you can question a thought and dismiss a thought. Like, I never knew about that stuff. So I was fascinated and, and learn how to do that and helping my wife, but my kids are much easier because they haven't been programmed as long. And I'm not saying programmed in a negative way. It's just the way we are. Like our human nature wants to keep us safe. And if we know the same routine every single day, but then like 18 years have gone by and like, I'm not any farther than where I was. So I'm not going to continue another 18 years. I'm going to change something, you know? I love that. I love so, that. But I, I'm, I, there are times I live paycheck to paycheck. There are times where it's overflowing, but no matter what, like, we're going to be okay. I tell my wife, like, it doesn't matter. Like, stop worrying about what could happen in the future because what if it doesn't happen like i'm really working on trying to live in the present and it's super difficult but when you can do it for stretches of time you can get into like what tony robbins calls alpha zone where like it's just you're on like because you're in such gratitude for living in the present and the work you've put in you're being rewarded with the feeling of living in the present Like try to, you can't change anything in the past. So leave it, but learn from it. You can't control anything. This is one of the things AA taught me. I can't control anything outside of my reach, but what's in here, right? So that's why I'm trying to instill that peace that 
living in the present gives you because you're not, you're enjoying right now. Like that's what I'm trying to work on with my family is let's enjoy now because all we have is right now. Yeah, yesterday doesn't matter and tomorrow's not here yet. I mean, really, it's super tough to do, but I work on it daily to be able to tap into that, you know, and, 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 and maybe ride it for four or five days. And then all these negative thoughts come and smash me in the face and I'm down for a week and a half and got to rebuild. And it's just that it's just that. And I love riding the wave, man. You know, you help so many people along the way and do whatever you can to help other people and live your, so Keller Williams taught me life by decision, not by demand. Okay. And I'm, I'm doing my life by decision, not by demand or programmed. I love that. And there, there, there's ups and downs, but overall it's made the journey significantly easier. I think that's incredible. Life by decision, not by demand. Yeah. Or no, life by decision, not by design. No, life by design, <laughs> not by decision. I got it right here. That's it, though. Life by decision. Not. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm all messed up. <laughs> oh. Anyways, I'll post it somewhere. Just stuff like that. I try to implement those things into my life and, and keep present, fresh, moving forward. If you're not learning, like you're not, like you're dying. Yeah, you're either growing or dying, right? That's it, something like that, yeah. yeah I like Tony that. Tony Robbins though. quote, you're either growing or dying, that's it. Yes, it's true. I love that. Ryan, I want to be conscious of um, your time, man. You've been super generous with everything today. And I think, I think we need to uh, schedule up another episode so we can continue Absolutely. this conversation and bring it on. But uh, I'd love to. Today, we'll wrap it up. Where, where can these guys find you if someone wants to reach out or have a conversation or get in touch? Okay, so they can just call my cell phone, 440-343-2515. Text, email, ryantompot at gmail.com. If you just Google Ryan Tompot, I'll come up. I'm the only Ryan Tompot. So Ryan Tompot Realtor, there's links to my Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I'm learning. So reach out to me, theakronhomepro.com. I just say the easiest way is Ryan Tompot, Realtor or Real Estate Agent. Enter and bam, I'll be there. I love it. Ryan, this has been incredible, man. Thank you for sharing the, uh, thank you for sharing your journey, opening your heart to us and, uh, you know, helping us get better. Awesome. I'm glad I could be here and I look forward to the next time. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.